welcome back to the Shady Night Show. My name is Shane. My name's Max, and are we recording? We're recording. Are you sure? Yep, the red light is on. All right. It's not going to be a mistake like last time. Shoot, Cat. Okay, cool. Not going to be a mistake like last time. All right. Hey, welcome back to the Shane and I show. Um, we're back. Yeah, we're back. This is it. This is the, this is the fucking uh, deal. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Um, Let me just, I got to close the door real quick. Close the door and get back out. Yeah, man. Uh, we're back. We're beating the ish. Max is closing the door. Stuff is happening around us. Um, this is the podcast about nothing. That makes you think of something. There you go. And uh, it's also sponsored. We're also sponsored by www.mindgrindercoffee.com. Yeah, I think we're actually sponsored by Mindgrinder Coffee, but... Is that what I said? No, no, no. You said you were sponsored by the URL, which we are not. We're sponsored <laughs> by Mindgrinder Coffee, which you can find at www.mindgrindercoffee.com. Yeah, we're not sponsored by the URL. You know, I just... Sometimes I say shit without thinking. I know. I'm just giving you grief. I know. Sometimes I, you know, you ever, you ever say shit without thinking all the time. In in fact, I was just thinking about this earlier today that sometimes when I, uh, am in a situation, I don't know what to say. I just open my mouth and start, <laughs> let, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just start letting sound come out <laughs> until something coherent happens. Right. right. And, and then when I see people nod or smile, I'm like, okay, You're like, okay I'm about a roll. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation? Cause I've done that where I open my mouth and all of a sudden, like I'm, I'm talking and I'm like, what am I fucking talking about? Like in my head, I'm like, well, people are entertained obviously, but what yeah. am I fucking actually talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Like if it was like a TV show or a movie, there would be a narration in my head of like me going, dude, dude, you got them entertained. They're uh-huh. hooked. I don't think you understand what you're talking about, but. Fucking go with it. Yeah. You ever have a Hunter Thompson moment where you're talking and you're like, I shouldn't be talking. I should stop talking right now, but yeah. you keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually you stick your fucking foot in your mouth. Oh yeah. I, it's, I, 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 um, I used to have these moments where, while I was still getting used to the Adderall mm-hmm. and, uh, and I would start talking and I, I'd be hearing myself and I'd be like, Max, you're being obnoxious and you're sharing too much and all this stuff you should just stop talking right now but my mouth wouldn't stop yeah and i would like try to will myself to stop talking but there i am just fucking talk 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 and then all of a sudden you ever have one of those moments where all of a sudden everybody's like you're talking 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 like that and all of a sudden everybody's just looking at you and you're just like uh and then it's like dead silent yeah you know like what did i say what did i say what the fuck was I talking about? Shit. I, yeah, I've had moments like that. I've had moments too where I felt where I've been around guys. This happens. This this has happened before where I've been around people like are, that are my age mm-hmm. that were at like a barbecue or some shit like that. Yeah, and they're fucking talking about some shit like uh, their escrow account or some shit like that. And I start talking about something about why I don't have an escrow escrow account or whatever. And I'm just sitting there talking. And this actually happened, right? Mm-hmm. I was at a party with actual grown-ups, people yeah. my age, and they were talking about it was weird, dude. They were talking about fucking getting the backyard redone and like they need a good cement guy. Twenty minutes talking about a good cement guy. Yeah. Right? I'm like, dude, I know a good cement guy. Why don't you just tell him the cement guy you know? You know a cement guy. Just mm-hmm. t- tell him I mean I didn't say anything about the cement guy I know. Right. Yep. But did you start talking they shit talking, about escrow accounts? They started <laughs> talking about escrow accounts, and for some fucking reason, I wanted to talk what talk about how escrow accounts are negative, are the fucking devil. Yeah. Yeah. 
and are evil. And I'm listening to myself. I'm like, dude, just shut up. Just shut up. What the fuck are you talking about? Just shut up. And I wouldn't like shut up. And these guys are just looking at me. And I finally stopped talking. And one guy goes, <laughs> one guy's like, well, that's an interesting take. <laughs> and I have fucking no idea what I said. All right, cool. And I was stone cold sober. Yeah. Like, I just went on this tangent about escrow accounts and how they're fucking evil and fucking yada, yada. I get really fucking, for some reason, when I'm around people my age mm-hmm. that are like in their 50s or whatever, mm-hmm. and they start talking about fucking escrow accounts and summer homes and fucking, fucking trips. Fucking grown up shit and fucking all that. Fucking grown up shit. Yeah. Kids in college. Yeah. Expecting grandkids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I have a podcast. I have, yeah. <laughs> and they start making shit up. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know if it's an inferior. I don't think it's inferior because I was looking at some of these dudes and I was like, I'm in way better shape than a lot of these guys. And I don't have half the stress they do. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Fuck the escrow account. Yeah. That's just money you can't use. I know the girl that I'm here with, you know, this is going to probably be the one and only date that we're going to be on because I'm making an ass out of myself right now, but whatever. There you go. But I was happy. I was happy with the fact that I was dating. I dated a girl that was in my age range. Ooh. Yeah, dude. She wasn't like 30. I mean, I think right now the cutoff point for me, which is too young, should be like 35. Yeah. Right. Maybe even 38, somewhere in there. The older I get, that low-end average just keeps going up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I remember when I was 40, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the cutoff age is 25. I remember that. And right? I, I remember thinking, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. But it was, like, cool to be out on the date with somebody that was, like, she was, like, 48, 49. Yeah, so your age. Yeah, yeah. around my age. And it was cool. And like we were having a good time until I fucking went to this barbecue. <laughs> and it was like all her friends. And she's like, my friends are kind of, she told me, like, she's like, hey, my friends are kind of snobby. And like, I like it, but they're going to probably talk about grown up. They're going to probably talk about stuff that's like, you know, fucking rich people stuff. Yeah. And and then you started telling them about how as- escrow accounts were invented by the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were the devil. And that's the reason I didn't have one. But I think at some point, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure at some point, I told them that 401k plans were worthless too. Well, that's an interesting take. <laughs> Which is weird because I have one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> It was just fucking like I just was like looking at myself and I'm like, dude, you shut up. What an asshole you're being right now. Yeah. Just shut up. And it wasn't like I could say, like, oh, I had a few too many pops, you know what I mean? Like right. I was fucking sober. Yeah. Like I was just being an asshole. Yeah, that happened. An insecure fucking asshole. It happens to the best of us, yeah. Dude, it, it, but it was just it was killing me because like half of this Half of these guys were just talking about, oh, yeah, I need a good cement guy. And then, you know, we got this window guy. This window guy we got is the, you got a window guy? You got a guy on call that does your windows. Uh, probably just a window. No, they got a guy on call. I doubt he's on call. Like for their home? or their, Yes. Really? Yes. He's like, we got a guy. We keep him on staff. And he's our window guy. He's our window guy. We pay him a salary when we need anything with the window. He shows up. <laughs> Dude, that's what it was like. 
Like he was the guy who was talking, telling the story about how his son threw a ball through a fucking window. Yep. Right. And it cracked the high up part of the second story of the house. Yeah. And he didn't realize it until like a couple of days later. Yeah. Right. Because they never go into, they have a fucking room they never go into. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, just a fucking room in the house that they never go into. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's just this room that we have this old TV in that we never go into. And my wife might use it for something, but I don't know. It's just a room in the house. I don't, I, so the other day, you know, I went up there, I'd been up there in a while. I had to go, you know, I was putting a blanket up there mm-hmm. and I noticed the window was broken. I was like, how fucking long is the window? This is the conversation, dude. He's like, how long has the window been broken? I asked my son, I say, son, how long has the window been broken? And he tells me like a month and a half. A month and a half? Yeah. Fuck. A month and a half. You have a house, you have a, you have a room that you never fucking go into <laughs> in your house. The kid probably just thought he got away with the it. Kid, I'm pretty sure the kid yeah. was like, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just gonna, not going to say anything. And That's what I would do. Don't move in. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, Dude, if I knew my parents didn't use that room, I'd be using that room for all kinds of shit. Oh, all kinds of shit. All kinds of fucking weird ass. I'd have seances in there and all kinds of weird shit. There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ouija board stuff. Ouija board stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this guy goes, luckily I have a window guy. Mm -hmm. So I called my window guy and my window guy was over in 20 minutes. Nice. Fix my window. Nice. Was laughing at me because I didn't realize it had been broken for a month. Yeah. And then I tipped him and he left. And I said I would probably need him again in another month. Just yeah. be on the alert. Be on the alert. Be on the alert, window, window guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Could you imagine though you're that window guy and you're just like, dude, this guy's cakewalk. Like he just pays me whenever I fucking whenever a window breaks, I tell him I make up a number. He pays me that number. That is what window guys do. Yeah, I'm that's, pretty, that's literally their job. I'm pretty sure they just make up a note like they could get the window for pretty cheap, and they're like, "Oh yeah, labor cost." Yeah, I don't know. It'd be like five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you're yeah. looking at a couple grand. You're looking at a couple of grand. Couple grand, easy. Yeah. But it was just, man, it was weird. I don't know why I didn't talk about this before. This was like a couple months ago, and I don't know why I didn't bring it up at any other time. But I was thinking about it the, today, just saying shit without thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, and I just remember, like, fuck, what an asshole I was. Yeah. Well, you know, we've all, especially <laughs> like I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling insecure. Sometimes I go into a hole and other times I let my asshole out. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It's just like, I was just like, I could help this guy out with this concrete guy, but I'd rather talk about fucking how escrow escrow accounts are fucking evil. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The fucking devil. Dude, they were invented by the Rothschilds. (laughs) I have no idea what I said. Dude, dude, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm on a roll here. They were invented by the Rothschilds. To fucking get zero interest loans from you and everybody else in the world. And and that's how they funded their banking empire. See, I, see that would, I probably said some shit like that, except I didn't use the Rothschilds. I used somebody else. Yeah. I probably said something like that. I just don't remember what I said. I know for a fact that this girl was like, the girl I went there with on the state was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I think we're going to be better friends. Oh. And I was like, at least she told me right from the jump. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I kind of told her, I think I might have blown it too by the fact that I told her like, hey, this is the first date I've been on a while where I'm going on a date with somebody around my own age. Oh, yeah. You didn't have to start that way. 
we were in the car and I let that let that one dude I was fucking nervous yeah like I'd never been that nervous on a date before well I mean that's how you know you're a real boy you got feelings like on a date like a human like, like a human like, person dude, what are, like it's easy to impress like 30 30 year old women like that's that's fucking easy oh yeah just tell them that you uh fucking saw Nirvana live once and yeah and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. like I went to a Limp Biscuit concert or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't think Limp Biscuit is back yet. They will. But give it give it a few more years. They'll they'll make a comeback. They're making a comeback. But right now it's grunge. Yeah. yeah. It did it my way. My way or the highway. Fucking what garbage music. Yeah. Such garbage music. Seems like lately, every podcast, every podcast episode, I'm trying to sing. But yeah, man, it was weird. It was weird. And I was just like, she's like... She's like, what do you mean you, this is the first time you've been on a date? Well, I'm like, let me clarify. I haven't been really dating lately. Mm-hmm. I think the last time I went on a date was like a year ago. And the girl was like 32, 33. And she's like, yeah, that's a little young. I'm like, is it though? I'm like, is it? She's like, well, yeah. I mean, you're grown ass man. Yeah. It's like 20 years younger yeah. than you. Yeah. She's like, Are you were you having a midlife crisis or something? I'm like, no, I think I already had that a while ago. <laughs> nah, I just like some young. I like some young women. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like them young, but I mean, I don't got a problem with it. And you know what, DiCaprio does it, so yeah. it can't be that bad. Yeah, if Leo yeah. does it, why not me? Yeah, right. Yeah, why not? Why not you? Right. Let's see what else is going on in the world. That's some, that's the end of my embarrassing date story. All right, cool. I got something for you. What's that? Uh, after last episode, uh, I started listening to Creed. Nice. Again. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I hadn't listened to like a Creed album since 2008. I, I think, think that's when most people last time listened to a Creed album. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> anyway, so I, I fucking listened to like an album and I was like, hey, this is good. Yeah. You're like, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling it, man. They use I'm har- feeling it. They fucking they the good composition. They 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 employ harmony well. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. Yeah. And then I was listening to the lyrics and people were all like, uh you're a crit. I don't know why people would get so upset at the idea that they might be a Christian band. Right. Which by the way, I listened to the lyrics and I see how some people could get that out of it. Right. But to me, it's just um first off, they blaspheme. So right. a Christian band wouldn't blaspheme in their lyrics. Yeah. But secondly, um, this this is just regular like fucking like jock rock. Uh, not even that. It's it's like fucking like, hey, I'm a rock singer. I'm singing about shit being fucked up. And that's what everybody was singing about in the nineties. Yeah. Well, in the they, early two thousands. Yeah. This this was uh this was their album that came out in the early two thousands. Yeah. The last one they did was an album called Full Circle. Nah, I don't know. I haven't heard. It was that actually one. pretty good. All right, but uh, yeah, man, they're I I kind of I kind of I was kind of going back through some of their stuff earlier too. You get a phone call. I do. I actually have to take this. Oh wow! Uh, so fill time. Fill time. So yeah, they were actually good. Probably back in the uh, it was probably a good album back in the two thousands or something like that. And uh, two thousand eight, Little Circle came out, and uh, it was pretty good. I pretty much liked it. Um, but here's another thing I wanted to talk about, and Max is taking a phone call if you guys can't hear it, but <clears throat> have you ever been to, have you ever had an artist that you like, not even like, like you hear an artist and you absolutely just turn off, turn it off as soon as they come on. 
I have one. And the one I have is Ted Nugent. And here's why. Don't get all... Here's why. Here's why. Years ago, I got a free ticket to go see Ted Nugent in concert. And I was, I was kind of looking. It was before all the hype about him hunting and all this other stuff that was coming out. And it was still, you know, you could go see Ted. You go see good old Ted and it would be a good show. So I thought. So I went. The opening band was good. And mind you, it was a free ticket. So I'm not going to turn down a free ticket to a concert. I'm not one to do that. So let's see. I want to say uh, it was a show. I want to say it was at like an amusement park, maybe a state fair, something like that. He was playing like a amusement park or state fair or something like that. And uh, and I went and saw him. And the opening band was good. The opening band was Tesla. And it was a great, they're a great fucking band. If you ever get a chance to go see Tesla, go see Tesla. They're still torn to this day. I went and saw Ted Nugent, and I'll tell you what, man, he pissed me off after his first song because he started talking about hunting, and he started talking about eating wildlife. And, like, if you're a hunter, and if you eat, if you hunt what you kill, if you hunt, if you kill what you hunt or hunt what you kill, however that goes, more power to you. You're probably going to survive the apocalypse further than I would. But if you're an artist— and you're you're a singer or a guitar player, as in Ted Nugent's as in Ted Nugent's case, he's both. You probably shouldn't be talking that stuff between all your songs. Because here's the thing: people were leaving. Like I was looking around at the show. I remember looking around at the show, and people were walking out of the show. They were walking out of the show. They were walking out of the show. Then the way I just walked out of the podcast. The way you walked out of the podcast. And the way people heard your phone call. Are you telling your Ted Nugent story? I'm telling the Ted Nugent story. All right, cool. Because I was I was at the part where he, between all of his songs, he was talking about hunting and all that stuff. Hunting buffalo, living off the land, living off the land, and all that stuff. And like, dude, and I was saying, if like you do that, that's fine. Like, more power to you. Yeah, but know your audience. Know your audience. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get on this podcast and talk about some stuff that I might do. Yeah. <laughs> even though I do. Yeah. But, but that that's our audience. Yeah. You know, these people know what they're getting. They know what they're getting when they listen to our show. When I go to a Ted Nugent show, which I haven't, but when I do, I want to hear some rock and roll music. I don't want to. Here's the thing. It's like, he's not even an artist I like. Like if he comes on the radio. Yeah. I turn it. Yeah. All right. Like instantly. I'm like, oh, fuck. Ted Nugent. I, I cannot think of a single Ted Nugent song. Uh, it's a stranglehold, baby. That's one. Nope. He had that one big one. He had a big song. Yeah, well, no. Scratch Fever. Oh, he did Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, that was like his big thing. Wow. That and was. He liked. He liked. He liked having a lot of sex. Well, good for him. Who Who doesn't like a lot? Yeah. Good. I, if I was a rock star, uh, that's what I did, would. And his excuse was because he doesn't drink and doing a bunch of drugs. What else is he gonna do on tour? Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, fuck. I, I guess, yeah. He, he could also bring a PlayStation. I don't know. <laughs> the PlayStations were around in the 70s. All right, there you Maybe go. Maybe an Atari console, console? He could bring an Atari console. Because those are around in like 78, 79. Yeah, there you go. So, with uh, honestly, the Pong game? With the, with the little Pong yeah. game? If I was traveling around the country in a bus in the 70s, I, I'd probably get my fuck on, too. I, yeah. I mean, if, sure. I, if I could. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But I was, but that's the thing. Like the show was like, dude, people were walking out of this thing by the third song, by, yeah. and it was just by what he was saying. Like you could hear people, and it's something I'll never forget because you could hear people saying as they're leaving, like, 
I fucking really liked Ted Nugent up until he started talking about hunting and all that stuff. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. What a bummer. These aging dudes. These a- these aging dudes. Like they're my, they were probably back then, they were my age now, but yeah. you know what I mean? They're like, I just wanted to come here and hear fucking Stranglehold and fucking yeah. Cat Scratch Fever and want, fucking, want to I got to hear all this stuff about hunting and living yeah. off the land. They bought a ticket to hear Ted Nugent's music, not to hear him <laughs> ramble about what he's been doing for the and last so the few person, years. The person I was with, I'm like, dude, this sucks. Yeah. We should probably leave. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you're not kind of into this. We wound up staying for the whole fucking hour and a half show. Nice. Did he tell you how to, how to Dude, skin a bison? Between every song. Yeah. God brings you creatures. God brings you creatures to eat. God live on. Dude. Oh, God. He went on one 10 minute rant. I mm-hmm. kid you not. Close to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. All about how great Michigan is compared to the rest of the world. I mean, Michigan. There, there's some really nice parts of Michigan. I'm assuming he's in the UP, which is really nice. Yeah, though they have a lot of mosquitoes. Well, he has he has his own fucking land where he's like the sheriff. Yeah, that's why I think he's in the UP. Because in the UP, there's a lot more fucking land than there is so anything else. I bring that up because his song came on the radio while I was on my way over here, mm-hmm. and I instantly turned. Yeah, like I just a couple. Ra- I knew what it was. Cat scratch either, and I fucking. It's like every time. I hear a Ted Nugent song, I just instantly turn it. Yeah. So that was my Ted Nugent story. I would love to take a trip to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. That's a cat scratching. Yeah. That's literally a cat scratching. How Dude, appropriate. Cat scratch fever in the house. Yeah. Cat heard us talking about cat scratch fever and it's scratching. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of interruptions in this episode. We got Max talking on the phone. We got Max leaving the podcast. We got a cat scratching. We got a cat scratching. Feverishly. Feverishly. Hopefully I can mute some of this shit out. Yeah. Or or just let the people hear the world. Let the people hear how it is. Yeah. We're not the perfect podcast. No. But if we were a true crime podcast, I think we'd be a lot more alert of our sound of our surroundings. Well, yeah, or maybe if we had like a studio. Yeah. That, well, that's a goal, right? Like a recording yeah, place. That's 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 one of the things I, I want to get. Yeah, that would be right now I can hear my little dog barking. Yeah. Yeah, so we're in a living room in a house. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah, though, to be honest, it's kind of a cavernous space, and and pre-edit, you can really hear the cavernousness. Pre-edit, you really can. Sometimes it takes a little while in the editing process to, like, fucking take care of that. There were some other things I wanted to talk about. I got some other things. Ooh, dude, did you know that aliens exist? Uh, yeah. The government said? Oh, you mean these uh, hearings? Yeah. Yeah, the government did not say aliens exist. One guy that used to work for the government claimed aliens exist. Right. And and when asked to show some evidence, he said, I can't, it's classified. So I'll believe him when he shows but me. Didn't he the go evidence. on Joe Rogan and all that? Oh yeah. Oh, then it has to be true. Right. Yeah. He went <laughs> no, he went on Joe Rogan. It has to be true. Right. Yeah. No, never mind. What I my skepticism is bullshit. He went on Joe Rogan. It has to be it true. It has to be true. But I think Joe good old Joe roasted him too about that classified thing. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, and I have all the evidence and it's classified, it's, so I can't show I you. I can't show you. Yeah. That's crazy. It's one. So it's one guy saying it. I thought it was like a bunch of people that came out and finally said. So I think they had three witnesses. Two of them were like, like military pilots. Right. Who saw some shit. Right. And all they said was, yeah, I saw some shit. Right. Right. They didn't see little green men. They saw shit flying around. Right. You know, which 
people have been documenting for a while now. Yeah. So nothing new there. And then <clears throat> and then this guy comes and he's like, "Oh no, there's fucking there's more. We, we we have a crashed craft and bodies and all this shit, and I have proof, but I can't show you. It's classified." <laughs> Uh, but I want to be a Joe Rogan, so so yeah. I'm going to talk about the proof that I can't prove. Mm-hmm. That's weird because so. I thought it was like a bunch of people, and I thought it was like, like a big deal. Like, and I was thinking about it, like, so aliens exist. We've all, everybody, pretty much in the history of the world has been like aliens have to exist. Like, I, there has to be more life form than us out there. I unless you believe. It, Yes. No, there there just has to be something out there. Yeah. You know? So my question to you, if they came to you and they were like, yo, Max. Yeah. Because they figure they could take any form they want. Absolutely. So they might take the form of a little white gangster dude. A little white gangster dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of the way I figure it. All right. Because that's what would appeal to me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <clears throat> They'd be like, yo, Max, you want to come in the flying saucer? Mm-hmm. Homeboy? Mm-hmm. But they would say homeboy in kind of a weird way. Yeah. Where you could tell, like, they weren't, like, almost kind of like, one, you know. Shane, like, Shane, the big giveaway what? wouldn't be that they couldn't pull off the oh whole. Yeah. <laughs> the big giveaway would be the flying saucer. <laughs> but would you go? Would I go? Yeah. Uh, maybe. If they said, like, we wouldn't experiment on you or anything. we just uh, If they promised? Yeah. 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 They um, gave me an alien promise. They gave me an alien promise. Well, here. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I'd, I'd probably have a few questions, right? but ultimately, like if these are fucking space aliens from another fucking galaxy or whatever, they don't actually need my consent to take me and do experiments. Yeah. They could just so, clean me up from your bed. Yeah, exactly. So sure. I'd, I'd be like, Hey man, are you, are you going to bring me just back? Don't stick okay. Up, I'll don't take stick a ride. Anything, don't stick anything up my butt. Don't We're stick fine. anything up my butt. Yeah. We'll be fine. You well, could, you could put those things on my brain and yeah. Do you, do you remember that fucking serial, uh, this guy was a serial abductor and sodomizer, uh, in Texas. And he did this to dozens of people. Horrible. Yeah. And so what, what he would do is he basically staged fake alien abductions. He would drug. Oh, I did hear this. Yeah. So he would drug these people and then he would like, <laughs> like put them in a room and then like give them alien anal probes and then, and then what set them loose. Weirdo. So, so I got to wonder like how many of those stories of people being abducted and anally probed are just victims of weird sex predators. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a thing. Or maybe aliens themselves are yeah. weird sex predators. Yeah, here's the other thing that's weird. Yeah. All my life, well, my, since I can remember being a teenager in the 80s, mm-hmm. Richard Simmons wore a fucking bandana. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm with you here, but I have to ask. What? We were talking about aliens. This is going to coincide and, and, with and the aliens. Th- this is going to coincide? Yeah, it's the whole thing, dude. Because you, because you were like, <laughs> on that topic, Richard Simmons. <laughs> it's a whole thing. I'm going with a big conspiracy <clears throat> here. Right, big thing. It starts with the escrow accounts. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to end the alien thing, so that's why I just went to the Richard Simmons thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know how to wrap that up. We could have wrapped it up the way we always do. With a, yep, okay, so what's next? Yeah, that's kind of how I did it. No, no, you were like, oh, and that brings me. that. 
you made it sound like it was related. It's not. It's related, related Okay, dude. if it's related, it's related. Continue. So, all right. So most of my life <laughs> as a teenager in the <clears throat> 80s, and most people my age can agree to this, and I think you can too if you mm-hmm. can remember, Richard Simmons wore fucking bandana in his fucking little workout things. Not a bandana, sweatband. Yes. Yeah. Dancing. Yeah. Doing his little dancing thing. Yeah, he wore a sweatband on his head as I remember it. Yes. Yes. I remember it too. Yeah. It is fucking wiped off the internet. And they're saying that it, he never wore a bandana or a sweatband or whatever yeah, no, the fuck he, it is. He never wore a bandana. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. But a sweatband. Yeah. yeah. He never wore it. Okay. He never wore it. All the pictures, if you Google Richard Simmons, there's no more pictures of him wearing the bandana. It's just people impersonating Richard Simmons wearing the, wearing the fucking sweatband. Mm-hmm. I see. I'm looking at it right now on my phone. Yeah. Dude, Richard Simmons has not aged gracefully. He has not aged gracefully. All right. Um, Because I looked at it on Google, too, and all everything that came up was him without a sweatband. Yeah. And yeah, no, he's not wearing a sweat. In one of these, he's wearing a weird flower helmet. Yeah, yeah I saw that one. Yeah. That was for his do- a documentary or something he did on Where's Richard Simmons Now? Yeah, where's... Okay. But yeah, no, no sweatband. And For they're sure. saying they're saying that it's because everybody imitated in movies that that my generation believed. Yeah, and at the time, people generally speaking, when they were doing fucking step aerobics or whatever, right. would wear a sweatband. Right. And they're saying that my generation just believed. What is it called? The Mandela effect. The man. The Mandela effect is when. So here's the Mandela effect. Right. It's when you saw something, it happened. Yeah, you have people who can back you up. I got on a whole this, generation that can back me up on this, and somehow you all have ended up in a parallel universe where the timeline's been changed or some shit. Dude, that's what's happening. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you because in my mind, Richard Simmons always right. has a sweatband. Right. There's one about Ed McMahon too, but Ed McMahon worked for a different company. He didn't work for Publishers Clearinghouse. It was that whole thing about him coming to your house with the check. Publisher's Clearinghouse. Yeah, but he, it was a different company. It was, it was a different like, company? Yeah, it was called like American American something. I can't remember what it was. That's been, that I remember. I remember be, there being two. I remember there being Publisher's okay. Clearinghouse and this other one that Ed McMahon did. But this Richard Simonson got me because I fucking remember him. Okay. Wearing a sweatband. Yes. And I believe that you believe that. <laughs> Here's, it's not just me, dude. It's my whole generation. Yes. Here's the thing. And and here, here here's the thing. Your generation remembers it because he seems like he should have been wearing one, but he wasn't. And I'll tell you why I believe he wasn't. <laughs> he never wore a sweatband. I'll tell you why I believe this. <laughs> why do you believe that? Because I'm looking at these pictures. Right. Richard Simmons has a perm. You can't put a sweatband over a perm. It was always underneath. It was always like right underneath. Right underneath where his perm goes and his hair would flow over it. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. First off, the, the perms don't work that way. Secondly, um, perms, do, perms don't work that way. I'm and telling you, he wore a fucking bandana. He did not. I'm. They took it off. Where, where would he put it? Dude, like they he, took he, it off the internet. That's they, they fucking photoshopped it. I'm telling you. They No, dude, I'm, I'm telling you. There's nowhere on that big permed fucking head of his where he could that fit a bandana without dude, fucking dude, up his a, perm. That is a completely different picture. There's a, the same one with him wearing it. This is Richard Simmons, fucking short shorts, got some kind of sparkly shit on his shirt. Yeah. Big old Simmons smile. <laughs> and a perm. You can't put 
a fucking sweatband over a perm, it will ruin your perm. So you're telling me, so my whole generation got experimented on then. No, I'm telling you your whole generation. That's, that's my tie back to aliens. All right. So, okay, there's your tie back, but I'm going to tell you what happened. Your whole generation has, has a collective fucking, um, uh, delusion that Richard Simmons wore a sweatband when he didn't. Like everybody from my generation. Yeah. Because most people I know between the ages of like 35 and 50, remember him wearing a fucking bandana. Yeah. Well, most people in my generation believed that Marilyn Manson got ribs removed so he could blow himself. (laughs) That doesn't make it true. (laughs) That would, that would always cracks me up. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, I know why you would do it, but it seems like kind of extreme lengths to be able to blow yourself, right? right. Ah, you know what? Just remove a couple of those ribs. They yeah. just get in the way. They just get in the what way. What do you want to remove, sir? I just want to be able to blow myself in comfort. Yeah, yeah. I now I can't I can't imagine a doctor agreeing yeah. to that. Oh, you want to give yourself blowjobs? I mean, that's safe. Yeah, no, that's totally. That's safer than you going out there and, you know, recreating. Yeah, it's not like the ribs protect your internal organs or anything. <laughs> we we can take out a couple. You guys actually believe that, too. I remember talking to people that were huge Marilyn Manson fans back then. They yeah. were like, and you, oh, no, dude, you don't understand. Like, you, you would think he's the, a freak. The fans, if anybody, would be the ones who would know the truth. Right. But no, they, they, they started the rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said something about having a rib removed. And I think what happened is, is he cracked a rib and he had to have the rib removed because it didn't heal right or something like that. There's an actual story about him having two ribs removed. Okay. But it wasn't so he could blow himself. All right. Well, anyway, (laughs) my whole generation believed that he fucking had this huge fucking body altering surgery so that he could blow himself. (laughs) So I'm going to say your headband thing is, you know, you guys are doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we can move on. Should we move on? I got a couple more things. All right. Because you know who I feel bad for? Who? Right now? Harrison Ford. What's what's happened to Harrison Ford? Dude, Indiana Jones fucking bombed. The new Indiana Jones movie they came out with? Yeah, I remember hearing about it. I remember being excited. I remember forgetting about it the second it came out, and I certainly didn't go to see it. Harrison Ford was a was like the ultimate action hero in the back in the day. Yeah, no, I I I know. Empire Strikes Back, Han getting frozen, fucking fucking iconic scene. Fuck dude, fucking Han Solo, Indiana Jones. He played See, I never liked Indiana Jones. I was never a fan of Indiana Jones, but I, what I was a fan of is when he did those Jack Ryan movies. Yeah, those Jack Ryan movies. Uh, that was the next thing. I was, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Was, I want my family Jack. Yeah, those Jack Ryan movies were good. I loved Indiana Jones. Yeah, see, I was never a big... I liked the first one, but after the first one, I was kind of like, yeah, you could kind of leave it alone. Yeah, well, you know, Temple of Doom was a little... Uh, yeah, and that, then they did that one with him and Sean Connery that everybody thought was going to be good. And that was the number two or number three? Number three, I think. Was that number yeah. three? Yeah, and that I, wasn't any good. I thought that one was okay. And it's like anytime but, he tried to do a different kind of role, like he's always tried. He's tried to do different kind of roles. Yeah, he's done like the rom com yeah. thing, all sorts and of it's stuff. Like, it's like, dude, no, no, you're always going to be Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. and you should just stop. You're like eighty, bro. He's like eighty. Yeah, uh, though I'll say he hasn't always been like eighty. I know, but like, I mean, like he he did rom coms in the nineties, maybe. Yeah. So thirty years ago, he was fifty. Yeah, he was like yeah, 
but even then you're just kind of like, dude, you should just stick to like Harrison Ford, Jack Ryan stuff. That's what you're good at. Yeah, could be. I understand the artistic need to like fucking branch out and fucking try some different stuff. Yeah. I understand all that. Also, if somebody offered you a million dollars to play a different kind of character, would you be like, not action is my thing? (laughs) It depends on the character. Depends on the character. It depends on the character. Depends on. All right. If I no, gave you one million dollars to star in a rom com, would you do it? I would fucking do it. Of course, you would fucking do it. And I'd, I'd tell him I have no acting experience, and he'd be like, "That's fine." Yeah. For we a, just need you to play a grumpy, angry dad, dude. For a million, then I could go on my escrow account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go, dude. For a million dollars, I'll play the lead role in fucking like gay gangbang pornos <laughs> for a million dollars but you change your name well you have to in the industry <laughs> i'd be ralph longfellow <laughs> you already got a name picked out yeah right that's a pretty good name fucking ralph longfellow yeah so i know if there's ever an alias comes out starring ralph longfellow i know who it is yeah that's my porno name <laughs> I never, I've never had a porno name. That always reminds me. I've seen Boogie Nights where he's like sitting in the hot tub and he's like, "I just see this. I just, see, I can't do a good Mark Wahlberg imitation." No, I really wish Mark, I could. Mark Wahlberg's a hard guy to pin down. Yeah, I know people that can do it. You yeah. got to get all excited and talk almost out of breath. Yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack, Jack. I just see the name in in in. in it's cutting. I know I can't yeah, do it. You can't do it. And it's it's that scene where he's like, you know, like, so what's the name? He's like, Dirk. Diggler. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's a pretty good porno name. Yeah. I would go, I I think mine would be something like, something like, uh, like uh, Fred. Um, wow, Fred. Yeah. What a great just, screen name. Fred. Just Fred. Just Fred. Fred. <laughs> yeah. No last name. Yeah. That's good. Or I could be like Prince and just have a simple. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. You could, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, so, yeah, that was my thing with with Harrison Ford. I just feel fucking bad for him. Cause it, it, it's because it's over, Because in his illustrious career, one of his sequels, one of his many, many sequels didn't fucking do well at the box but, office. But it's like, why have an 80-year-old dude fucking do that sh- those kinds of stunt moves nobody wants to see an 80 year old dude fucking fly out of a fucking whatever like you know the, the those little train things going through the tunnel that they did in the first one or the second one or the third one i can't remember that was temple of doom yeah temple of yeah. doom like nobody wants to see an 80 year old dude do that's why they didn't work with sean connery yeah here here's here's the one thing about that right not everybody knows this but in in the biz when they're going <laughs> to the be doing biz. yeah when they're going to be doing stunts the main star steps out and a stunt double, I'm, I'm doing air Tom quotes Cruise. here, a stunt double steps in to do the fucking aerial acrobatics. Unless you're Tom Cruise. Unless you're Tom Cruise. But He's even a fucking... Yeah, or Jackie Chan. Or Jackie Chan. But Tom Cruise, he got a little weird there for a while. Hey, mad props to both those guys, yeah. though. Tom Cruise got a little weird there for a while, and he's bounced back pretty good. Yeah. From being weird and fucking jumping yeah. on Oprah's desk. You're going to want to pick that up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, you've already gotten up and answered a phone call in the middle of the show, so. Yeah, but at least I wasn't fucking with the sound quality. <laughs> um, yeah, there's. I was looking at another thing I wanted to talk about. Do, I, are we not good? Have we not talked about enough stuff? 
I got one more thing, all man. Right, all right, do the one more thing. Because I found out the other day I had my powerlifting meet last week. Okay. Um, and I was up the night before. I couldn't sleep. How do you do, by the way? I got first place in Fuck my division. Yeah. Fuck and yeah. And then I got second place on the overall, so it was cool. Nice. I got another one coming up in October. All right. It's a short turnaround, but I should be okay. Yeah. Um, real quick, though. So I was up. I couldn't sleep. And that song by Ice Cube, It Was a Good Day, came mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And I was like thinking to myself, and I was like, what day was a good day for Ice Cube? Mm-hmm. Curiosity. You Googled it? I Googled it. And you know what the day was? What was the day? January 20th, 1992. All right. As he was leaving the set of Boys in the Hood. Okay. He talks about all that in the song. So, so yeah. No, this has been a captivating subject. <laughs> For discussion. I'm really I glad. Figured, I'm really glad you have more to say on the subject. I mean, it was a good day, was an iconic song for a long time. Well, sure. I can't remember a sure damn lyric off the top of my head, but well, let me tell you something about January 1992. <laughs> I was in the first grade and I wasn't Dude, listening you, to Ice Cube. You did blast Ice Cube in the first grade? Nope. Didn't blast Ice Cube in the first grade. Did anybody in Mill Valley Elementary School blast Ice Cube? I don't know. We listened to a lot of Cat Stevens. <laughs> Before Cat Stevens, th- yeah, he changed his name. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole other rant. Yep. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure Cat, if I had to guess, I'd say Cat Stevens was a st- stage name. Yeah. And he probably just went to his original name, but I don't know. I'd have to Google it. Yeah. Yeah, man, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it would be a bigger deal. Right, that you, I solved. You solved the the great question of the ages. What day was a good day? Yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the title of this episode. What day was a good day? Comma Ice Cube. Maybe I'll put the Ice Cube in there. Yeah, but I also like the aliens exist title. I don't know. Now I'm ranting. I think we're done. I think we can end it. All right, cool. Unless you got anything else. No, no, no. Let me, I, I've got a captivating topic to shoehorn in here. <laughs> Are you mad at me for that? Uh, nah, I just enjoy giving you grief. I mean, it was no escrow story, but. It was no escrow story. <laughs> escrow invented by. Uh, <laughs> the, by, Roth, the Rothschilds. By, by the Rothschilds. Uh, I got to remember that next time I'm around people my age and I start doing some shit like that look yes but be careful when you start talking like conspiracy shit with rothschilds <laughs> yeah you can get into anti-semitism real quick yeah i gotta know see and that was the other mistake i made at this thing is i didn't know you, my audience you, yeah you started getting into anti-semitism no i know it happens it happens to all of us it's just weird man just weird being around people my own age i get it anyway i think that's gonna do it <clears throat> but you said you had something else no, I was I was just fucking around. You were just giving me a hard time? I was just giving you a hard time. All right. I have literally nothing else. I have a pink ball and a red ball right there. Bye. All right. Well, you know, if you guys have stuck with us to, to the end of this episode, thank you. Yeah. As always, we appreciate you. Yeah. And leave us a leave us a review. Tell us how bad you did how it sucked that Mac Max got up in the middle of the episode. Yeah. Do some do some comments. Comment with us and uh and engage with us. Engage and tell us what you want. I'll I'll send you videos of foot stuff, whatever you like. Eddie ought to be out near the name Ralph Longfellow. Ralph Longfellow. <laughs> Dude, it should be you should do Ralph Longfellow the third. 
I could, but that would imply that I'm not the first. And I'm the first Ralph Longfellow. <laughs> if I get a pet, I'm going to name it Ralph Longfellow. In fact, I am the only Ralph Longfellow. That should be understood. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time. Yep. Uh, stay righteous. Yeah, stay righteous. Yeah. If you dare. And don't stick your foot in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs>